Thanks for tuning in to the meditation conversation. Hop on over to karagoodwin.com. You can get a free 10-minute guided meditation right on the homepage to help you experience deep levels of peace. I also have lots of resources to learn meditation and to support your practice. And of course, by supporting those services, you are supporting my work, including the production of this very podcast to assist more souls on their path to awakening. Thank you for your support and enjoy this episode. Hello and welcome to the Meditation Conversation. I'm your host, Kara Goodwin, and today I'm joined by Michael Massey. Hi, Kara. Hello, welcome. Hi, everyone. So we have a special Lionsgate episode for you today because Lionsgate is quickly approaching. We are less than one week out. Um, so we just wanted to, I think we've done this, this is probably the, the third year we've had a Lionsgate episode, I would think. Uh, I know we did yeah. one last year, yeah, and I think, I think so. we probably did one in 2020. Yeah, probably. So, um, yep. But in case there is somebody listening who mm-hmm. doesn't know what we're talking about with Lionsgate, let's start with that. Okay. Um, Lionsgate. Uh, it's coming up on 8-8. Now, if you're not aware that there are like portal or transition days um, throughout the year at the double digits, 1-1, one, 2-2, one, two, two, three, three. Anyway, so we're up to 8-8. <coughs> and uh, so each of these, tran- these uh, transit periods, these portals, these gateways, uh, there are upticks. Um, enhancements to the planetary grid system, our human biology systems, et cetera. Um, This is all part of this much larger process that we're in, in terms of earth cycle. And it's moving into the photon belt. That's from, uh, you know, on the the galactic plane. And um, uh, so all of these things are all connected together. And so we have this upcoming eight, eight. And, what constellation are we in right now? Um, Lyra or um, <laughs> Leo. Leo. Yes. Leo. Yeah. Leo. So it's it is the most significant uh, gateway in the month of Leo, hence the Lion's Gate. And it's it's a, a really significant one annually as well. So I feel that it's one of the most significant double digit, you know, January 1st. Well, clearly we've got a, a holiday around that one too, but mm-hmm. two, two, three, three, but eight, eight gets a lot of attention generally from an, an annual perspective, would you say? Uh, I would. You heard it now here, folks. Kara said that this is significant. So. <laughs> Everyone, so it is. Get, it is, <laughs> and so it is. Um, uh, yes, it it does tend to be a um, a powerful and potent uh, gateway. Um, you you know you have the uh, also you know you have the 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 equinoxes and the solstice, mm-hmm. and um, but the way that the lion's gate is is a really good indicator of what happens around this period of year that's going to 
kind of tee things up for what's going to come in December. Mm, for the winter solstice. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so if you were to, you know, if you divide, if you look at the, the winter solstice, basically this period of, of 12, 12 through Christmas, mm-hmm. you know, is another powerful. It's a really you know, powerful and potent time of year. And you have mm-hmm. an alignment of a, a whole bunch of different things culturally, plus uh, in terms of, you know, uh, you know, planetary rotation and, you know, uh, mm-hmm. cosmology, et cetera, et cetera. So um, that's a really powerful, potent time of year. Now, if you look at the, the, um, uh, you know, if you divide the, the circle of the year into quarters, mm-hmm. you know, that's your solstice and equinox. But from that December point as well, if you divide the year into thirds, mm-hmm. you're going to get one of them coming in through eight. Oh, right. Yeah. So four, eight, 12. Mm-hmm. And so um, that's if you s- subdivide the circle by three. Mm-hmm. And these are um, these are all significant. Each number is significant in their own right when it comes to um, uh, you know the, the fabric of the universe and how things are organized. Um, so we have a we have this is like a, is part of that three, mm-hmm. and which makes it really you know really really potent and powerful. Uh, and, and yet at the same time, all of this is just, you might call it, it's theory, perspective, mm-hmm. belief. Um, and yet the experience of it already, and for those that are really sensitive, you're probably already beginning to feel um, certain dynamics and certain shifts in the energy field mm-hmm. uh, as we lead up to this lion's gate right because it's it's more like a window rather than like oh we've approached we've reached eight eight and now here's the potency you know it's like an an, a window that is surrounding eight eight correct would you say yeah and it happens to be one of the larger windows windows Mm -hmm. of the year and you know um most of the time you're looking at a window around you know three days or so. So mm-hmm. the whole, you know, whole, whole transit period would be last about a week. Mm-hmm. Um, and in this case, we're, we're about two weeks on either side. Wow. And, um, but it's really kind of the, the potency is right in there within a week to 10 days mm-hmm. on either side. Okay. Um, so some people may be already experiencing and feeling certain shifts in the, in you know, in, in this, uh, well, are you feeling any shifts, Kara? Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. All right. Well, me too. Mm-hmm. And now historically the lion's gate has been, as you said, potent. Mm-hmm. Okay. And now when I look at this run up of what, what's, what's coming in right now, it almost makes every other prior Lion's Gate like a was a practice run. Mm. Not literally, but there's I can tell there's a huge it's a there are a huge jump up mm. from where this is 
this has been in prior years. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's my read on what's going on. So can you share a little bit about what makes you say that? What has been a little bit about your experience? Yes. Well, um, you know, it's not uncommon to open up to get some, a, um, uh, let's say, personal updates to your own energy system, uh, uh, maybe... Uh, yeah, to exchange somewhat with uh, various collective energy systems, et cetera. Uh, what I've really recognized here is uh, is the planetary grid. And, you know, I would be curious as what the read is on other areas of the, of the world. Um, right now, my focus has, you know, been on where I'm at and uh, here in Indiana. So we're in the Midwest. And then... Um, and we've been working here uh, with a number of folks, including the the uh, Mitchell Hedges School mm-hmm. Bill and stuff like that, to to work on this 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 particular sector of of uh, the U.S. of A. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, over the last four or five days. What's happened is something has clicked into place and and begun to turn on. So the grid here is actually being able to access the grids that I worked on for many, you know, over a de- about a decade or so mm-hmm. out west in Sedona, connecting Sedona, Sed- Seattle, and Hawaii. So that's a big grid sector there. Mm-hmm. So there's this new one, mm-hmm. new one. I say newly activating grid out here, and it's wired. It's wiring into there which is is actually creating a unified grid system across the, the whole country. Mm. Now, my general sense is this is happening elsewhere in other regions around the world, but I'm going to have to probably wait in the next few weeks to get those field reports mm-hmm. and on what's going on. Yeah. And so for now, this uptick, which now we say, what does that actually mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and... Um, I think um, what happens is as this planetary grid builds out um, a number of uh, faculties and abilities that we have, everything down to our simple memory recall and things like that, as that moves into a more unified structure, um, what we have is, is it takes a lot less brain power to achieve more substantial results. And, and one way that you're going to experience this is is more synchronicities and like more telepathy, telepathic type of moments. Mm-hmm. And um, where you just find like, hey, you really wanted somebody to do something or something like that. And somehow they, they just kind of intuitively knew it. You didn't really have to explain it. And they just were Johnny on the spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That could be a, just an example. It could be happen and show up somewhat subtly. But I encourage everybody to start paying attention to this notion because um you know all of all of our whether you you believe it or not thoughts are are shared mm-hmm. and it's like we're all walking or navigating through like this ocean of thought and so as this actually grid system is actually is is expanding and growing um you know across this planet and it's unifying things then we're able to share thoughts 
easier and easier and easier with greater and greater clarity in amazing and astonish, astonishing ways. And you and I even experienced this. Yeah. We've ex- been experiencing it trending that way. Mm-hmm. And then it took a whole nother step up. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So yesterday you were sharing with me about um, an experience that you had a few days ago where you were um, something activated within you uh, through watch you had watched something and then it, it kind of triggered something within you. So you sort of paused what you were doing and let it integrate and you gave a few points to sort of paint the picture a little bit with me. But the way that you were sharing it was like, oh, I was able to access, um, I can't remember now how you said it, but you were like able to access grids that you have in Sedona and Seattle Mm -hmm. that you've never been able to access here. Right. And as you were sharing that, these are things that you've said things like this to me over the years that I've known you. And what it usually, how the conversation goes is like, I get in my head and I'm like, so what's that like for you? What do you mean you access the grids? Like, what does it look like? Do you have to go and have like a ceremony to, you know, like to unlock it? Or what does it look like? Or are you seeing geometries or And it's very much like I'm trying to wrap my head around what does this mean when you say it? So you tell me these few words about what you experienced and all of a sudden I just knew what you were talking about. It was like it was just coming in and you're talking about thoughts now of like conveying thoughts and that that resonates, but also it was so much beyond the mind. Because mm-hmm. I could feel it in my field. Like I, it was a knowing. It wasn't even just a thought conveyance. It was like, oh, I totally understand. Mm. I, I, I know what you're saying. Yeah. And so I'm talking to you and I'm like, um, oh my God, I totally get it. You know, and, I, and I'm going, I, I understand what you're saying, but I didn't have the language to, to try to reflect it back to you because also another natural part of conversation is like, oh, you mean this or like, especially with something like that, that I don't, that I didn't previously know or understand. Typical me would have been like, oh, you mean like, and I would try to reflect it back to, to make sure that I was understanding in the moment. I couldn't even find the words for it. I was like, I I don't even know how to explain what I understand now. But the other piece to it was like, okay, if I try to use words to, to try to explain what I, what's coming in here, I was, it felt like I was going to stop this flow because what I was experiencing was like, it felt like these veils just dissolving and the understanding was being exposed and it was just all in my field. Like it was all in my, all in my energy, mm. like in the aura around me, like in, you know, it was like, I have this information, but it had been covered up. Yeah. And so it was like this dissolving and more and more would dissolve. And I would get like more and more understanding to where I was like, oh, not only do I understand what this was like for you, 
I can relate it to things that you've told me in the past. Like now those are lit up and I now understand that. Um, for example, when you when you were in Seattle and you were talking about accessing information that you had stored there energetically, that didn't make sense to me. Suddenly I immediately went back to that conversation and was like, Oh yeah. Oh, it's like that. And now I know how I know what that meant. I understood it in my own. I understood how I have experienced this in my own life historically, um, where I'm like, Oh, I have done that, but I haven't understood it in an energetic way. Um, so there, but it was like the long, like the more that these veils were dissolving and the more, then it allowed more things to just reveal and be uncovered and be understood and integrated in a new way. Mm-hmm. But it was, there was no language, like language was a hindrance. Again, yeah. I felt like if I stop this process of letting these veils dissolve, then I'm going to cut it off in order to find the words to be able to talk to you about it. So I was just able to like pull a few words that I, cause you use the word, you use the term vector a lot, meaning like yeah. something that you point to that kind of represents yeah, a bigger sign. thing. It's like a signpost, a vector. And it, yeah, yes. it's an arrow pointing you. Right. 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 So at one point I was like, okay, let me put this in Michael language. <laughs> it was like, so that you have, what do you call them? Vectors. So that you can like see where I am and know if it's resonating with, if I'm like, you know, on track here. And, and, the, and the truth of it is you didn't need to say anything. And, you know, you're like, wow, I don't have any words. Or, you know, you're like, you know, you, you know you're like at a loss for words and like it's not, they're not necessary anyways. Yeah. Um, yes, at that moment, it was, I, we, I could see what, See, feel, sense, we're connected over the phone that um, that we're on the same wavelength. And it's, it was so crystal clear. It was like, okay, well, she's in the same room I'm in. So, I mean, we can, Yeah. I mean, you know, we don't have to describe to each other everything that's in the room because we're in the same room. So right. it's, yeah. you know, um, uh, what do you want to talk about? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Uh, and, uh, it was, yeah, it was really, there was, um, and it's kind of funny I, it, cause it's not, this is not something that happens every day. Historically. Right. <laughs> right? Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. And this is unfolding as mentioned just day by day here. And so far I've been just been astounded and what's opening up here in the way that these these grids are opening up to enable this is is wow um and you know wow what is what could the world need what does the world need right now more than anything you know is, is some, yeah, yeah something anything that helps to unify mm-hmm. and um, yes. And this is apparently what's happening. So, uh, um, yeah, well, and you brought up the Mitchell Hedges crystal skull, um, 
which has been another really interesting thing. And, and I hadn't even really considered that in terms of um, what we experienced yesterday until, until now, actually. But um, because we've had, you know, we've talked to Bill Homan um, on the podcast. I don't remember which episode that was, but I can put a link in the show notes. But um, I had a... I had a, an experience in the dream state just a couple of nights ago where the, the crystal skull showed up like two or three times in different dream sequences. And, um, and it was really profound for me because I hadn't been thinking about the crystal skull. I haven't talked to Bill in a while or I hadn't talked to him in a while. Um, it just wasn't really in my frame of reference. And so it was a surprise when it showed up and it was pretty strong. And when I woke up, I felt really excited. You know, I was like, oh my gosh, I felt like I'd just spent time with it. And, um, and, and it just ended up being like a pretty magical morning, you know, going from that. And then I was driving down the street and a bald eagle went directly over my car. Like I saw it in the distance and it just, made a beeline and went right over me and I was in tears. I was so moved by it because I don't, I don't see a lot of bald eagles around here. Um, and, and then I, I happened to go on Facebook for a different reason. I wasn't scrolling to look through my feed or anything. I, I was looking for a message or I can't remember the, the precise thing, but I know I wasn't scrolling through it. And the post that popped up, when I opened it up was Ruben Langdon and he had a picture of the crystal skull. That was the one post that I saw in that moment when I opened Instagram. So um, I was like, wow, this is really powerful. And I, I contacted Bill just to share that with him. And he said that that night they had been as uh, there, they had been witnessing um, I think he said white, blue and purple energies coming in. And apparently somebody um, in Texas was having like a similar, like seeing the skull in her dreams, like at the, I don't think it was the same night, but the same, like within a couple of nights of when I reported that too. So um, just very like, again, you know, you talked about this might show up as synchronicities um the different ways that these powerful energies may start to show up for people. Um, and that's just a little bit more about how it's showing up for me with dreams, with things that, that are just no, know, just knowings like the experience that we had, that was really, it wasn't even just like a, yeah. uh, so, you know, it wasn't a download. It wasn't, it was just like a reveal. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> yeah, perfect term. It's a, it, it, a reveal. It's a, yeah, it, there's no like, oh, I just, yeah. Incoming download. Oh, process unpack. Nothing like that. It's all right. of a sudden just, whoop, yeah. And there it is. Yeah. And, uh, you know, gives me shivers and tangles. And so this now, so this is happening like or not. And, um, we will, we will know more like, you know, uh, how the, the degree of, mm -hmm. of, of this particular, um, uh, portal, 
Now, uh, you know, we will know that in the days and weeks to come. Uh, it feels incredibly significant. And then for everyone out there, the, the, I think the general rule of thumb is, is to, to experience a, this transit in a more spectacular way is, is really a function of how much you can open up. Yeah. So open your mind, open your heart open up and uh this those who stay closed off tend to what they do is they carry secrets you see because there's when you're closed off you're sheltered you're blocked you're hidden you got lots of stuff that's hidden um at that's kind of a that's an antithesis type of energy of what this is happening so that what's happening right now is going to um it's going to unlock doors expose secrets it's seeking to bring light into and and yes and reconnect everything uh the way it's meant to be uh, connected which you know big secret actually everything's connected okay um and we're just progressing towards that um in a revelation okay so nothing ever really got disconnected Mm -hmm. but the illusion of it did and then that illusion is going away and there's a remembrance and it's instant the moment that it's revealed, which is to say the veil disappears. Yes. And, you know, when you say, well, how many veils are there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, you think there's like one veil? <laughs> no. Yeah. Right. That's a funny joke. Okay. Um, so. Uh, so yeah, so the more, the extent that we can be open, those that live their lives and it's an open book, um, are in great, you know, great positions to benefit the most. Um, and of course those who, um, you know, whose skeletons have skeletons (laughs) and there's nothing wrong with having skeletons, you know, and, and making your peace and coming up, you know, being open about that. Like everybody's, you know, got that. Um, but trying to hold everything in and keep it secret right now, not gonna work. it's not going to work. And there's a high likelihood there's going to be some kind of oopsie slip out and all of a sudden that which is hidden is going to come to light. And if your sense of well-being is predicated on keeping things secret, um, I would encourage you to rethink your life strategy. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and reevaluate and go, okay, my sense of, of, of self and my own well being is predicated on what's open. Yeah. That's a great point. There's a lot there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, it's, it's alignment with truth at the end of the day yeah, that's all it and it's is. making peace with truth yes and we can keep making that decision even if we feel that we have to be ashamed mm-hmm. of something um we can just have that openness and acceptance and broaden our our compassion to include ourselves and understand that we are we are all here as a a, a work in progress you know we are all working on ourselves and um and hopefully 
we can gain more and more acceptance of the totality of of who we are and and make peace with that. But that will make this transition a lot easier. Indeed. Well, those seem like great parting words, but <laughs> is there anything else that you want to share? Um Roar! <laughs> roar! Uh, how's how's my rar? It's uh, it it could do with some practice. It could do a little work. Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. You've been so, spending time around domesticated cats too much. I think. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think you're right about that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. My roar kind of just turned into a mew. Meow. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> all right. So, um, uh, yeah. I, in the only thing I have is part. Um, hmm. Oh, uh, to each and every one that's listening to this and um, to each and, and to all of your uh, respective circles and your networks, um, many blessings coming at you um, from my heart, from the center of the universe, this lion's gate. Mm. And so we're where we will see you all in the grids. Yeah. yeah absolutely. All right. Looking forward to it. Good. Thank you so much. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I'd love for you to do me one quick favor, which is to think of one person who would benefit from hearing this content. Let them know you're thinking of them by sharing this episode with them right now. Thank you, and I look forward to the next meditation conversation.